whole wide world in his hands, ladies and gentlemen, the whole world in his hands. Welcome to Love Podomania, episode 8, I think, who cares? No Mercy 2017. My name is Dan Murphy and joining me today is Mr. Chris Manning. Chris, how are you? I've got the whole world in my hands as well, Dan. Thank you very much for uh, asking me on yet again. Yeah, I'm alright, Sam. I'm just uh, considering uh, the future of Bolton Wanderers at this minute in time. Uh, I've passed caring at this point. As if you, mm. You're a Bolton fan, probably. Well, you're, fucking all pardon me. That was a book that that was my homemade tomato sauce coming back up. Really nice. I recommend it. Okay, um, nice. You know, one nil down, ten men down against Bristol City. I think the doom is set in. Yeah, really this will not end. Not worth, not worth caring about. But also joining me today is Mr. Tom Malloy. Tom, how are you? I'm all right. Although I'm actually watching the match online, yeah. and um, it it isn't very pretty. Well, I mean, keep us updated. yeah, we, we're not we're not as bad, we're not as bad as we have been in recent weeks. But um, still, you know, no creativity whatsoever. Um, soft goal to concede and ten men, as you say. Now, mm-hmm. so uh, I think it's going to be a very long second half. Well, let's move on to something that definitely isn't bad in any shape or form. No mercy. Right, before we get to no mercy, I want to talk about kind of, you know, since we all, we're all very disappointed with SummerSlam, but I don't think, I hope I'm not alone saying that, but both Raw and SmackDown since SummerSlam have, for the most part, been very, very good. I've been happy with a lot of stuff they've been doing. Um, obviously, Braun and Brock in this regard have been great. All the tag team stuff's been really good. There's been some good feuds going on. And they get to no mercy, and especially the scene and rain stuff, all the fourth wall breaking and whatnot. But we get to no mercy, and it's it's pretty crap, Chris, in a, as a whole. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the reason is to be honest with you. I mean, I I find SmackDown more hit and mi- more uh, missed than hit in my opinion. But that's only because I think their their roster's a little bit on the thin side. Um, but that may just be the way that they deal with and the, 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 the sideline people and the champions and absolute jabroni. So what can you do? Um, but I just thought on the whole. That all the pay-per-views have they're either there's peaks and troughs. They're either amazing or they're abysmal. There's never really any sort of middle ground. Um, even this one, where you know it, it started off really well, it was really good. I thought you know up until it got to about maybe after the women's match, we'll talk about it in more detail later. And then it just drops off a cliff, massively drops off a cliff. And I just don't get it because it's got all the, all the tools there and all the ingredients to be absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. consistently incredible. I mean. You know, Vince getting his getting headbutted. You've then got the the fourth wall stuff, which I, th- I think sometimes it crosses the line between being, you know, introspective and then too much of the curtain being pulled back. So I don't I don't really like all these behind the scenes shows, these ESPN NXT efforts. You know, we know too much about these things these days. You know, the certain the certain amount of mystique, I guess, about the business has just disappeared completely. Um, and then to have Cena and Reigns coming on uh, and talking to each other like they do, yeah, you know, yeah, in an ideal world, you'd know that there's probably a bit of an, a bit of an antagonistic behaviour going on there. But it's not. We know there's not. We know that behind the scenes, they're, they're probably best mates and they, they hold hands all the time and they they text each other and so on. So you know, I just feel like sometimes we get treated like dicks. Um, shows as well. We'll go into each match in depth, but there's more. There's more, and they end up being more disappointed in this show than being good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like. I think even the mon- the raw following was actually pretty good, especially the ending, which was brilliant. We'll get to that when we talk about the match. But yeah, it's just so annoying because like, you get to the big blow offs and it's just a bit of a, it's like a wet fart or something. Just such a letdown. What did you think of the whole Tom? I mean, I was really looking forward to No Mercy, so as you say, since SummerSlam. Um, the way they've built uh, Strowman and Lesnar and Cena Reigns has been fantastic. Um, 
obviously, as as you mentioned, SmackDown uh, can be a bit hit and miss because um, obviously Jinder Mahal's holding uh, sort of the mo- what's supposed to be the most prestigious title in the company. But um, but Raw, um, which since the brand split for me has been a lesser show since SummerSlam, it's been doing everything right in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So to then you know to get to this. Um, pay-per-view and you had you know you had the big matches that I was really looking forward to and I, I think they fell a little bit flat really to be honest yeah absolutely and we'll start with the first match because who cares about the pre-show I like Elias but um, let's move on The Miz with both Dallas and Curtis Axel defeated Jason Jordan I like both guys I just couldn't I did, I did I, mm. just, it was just a bit I, I don't think they built Jordan enough for me to kind of warrant this push so far I mean his music's crap the Kurt Angle thing has just gone dead as a doornail. And like, even putting him with the Hardys isn't getting him over that well either. I mean, it's a shame because he was with American Alpha. He was like the best hot tag in wrestling. But now he's just a bit of a damp squib, Chris. Mm, they broke him up too early, didn't they, American Alpha, I think, in hindsight. Which it always gives him the chance to get back together, I suppose, in the future. But definitely brought, brought, brought them up far too early. Uh, and when they were in the, the situation that they had him at the end with that unbelievable interview in the ring on the mic if that isn't the moment that you lose a character forever by not turning him then I don't know what is because as he was getting booed and he came out with that cheesy cheesy Vince McMahon inspired nonsense he spoke about not respecting people wanting to beat to face him one on one what is the point if you're not going to then turn, turn those boos now the, the brains to do it on your own back and you don't deserve anything. That, I mean, that's um, the problem with modern day WWE is that this micromanages so much they don't yeah. let them be free and express. I saw things today where Jericho had to fight for how they did the free uh, the festival of friendship of the reveal with mm. the list and all that sort of stuff. Like he, he had to really fight for that and just not for Owens just to punch him straight away. So it just shows. There's just no trust. There's no no, no trust whatsoever. And and I think that that you know unfortunately sums up both the product and it sums up someone like Jordan as a modern day wrestler in that he's got very little charisma his music's crap he dressed like an idiot if you're not doing the whole he should his career could follow the trajectory of Kurt Angles like I said before have him come out you know as himself be all humble you know Olympian blah 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 and then have the Kurt Angle element brought into it and start doing what Kurt Angle did you know I'm better than you how dare you boo me I've, I've got you know Olympic blood in me and all this jazz it's just everything just seems so My hope obvious for this is that it's bollocks that is his son and it was like a ploy by Triple H or something to get back at Kurt, and then that leads to their mm. Mania match, which is inevitable. Something like that. I use it to get ahead. It's just I hope it's bollocks in some way, because I think I admire kind of the kind of the soap opera stuff of it, but this is just so far fetched that it's impossible to believe, especially in this day and age when we know all the real names and where they do they eat for tea and stuff. It's just it's just too much of a stretch in it. So yeah, definitely, and you know. Um... He's he's just not getting over at all, is he? And it they just WWE's problem is it they try and force pe- uh, people down our throats. And you know if if the fans don't want to, you know, like someone, um, you know, you can't force them to. And that, I think um, what was so great as we'll get on to, as I've said so many times about Braun Strowman, is they built his character up over time. Um, they like the character. They don't. They, they like it. It was a, long, had, a slow burn, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a slow burn. They gave him they, like they just fed him jobbers at the start, yeah. um, and whatever. Whereas Jason Jordan, he's come in, he's he's had matches against like Cena, Reigns, 
he's lost all these big matches, and fair enough, he's like putting good performances in them. But like the guy is on a losing streak, and then he gets a shot at the Intercontinental title. It doesn't really make any sense, um, apart from being like Kurt Angle's son. And like you say, the only way they really can go with it is for him to turn on Kurt Angle at some point. Um, I think that's sort of the obvious thing. So whether they just swerve us and don't do that at all, um, you know, be, uh, be interesting to see. But for the match itself, I just I found it hard to be too invested in it just because I don't care about Jason Jordan. I like the Miz. Mm-hmm. Um, God, he's kept it. But I feel uh, like they've... obviously, I think well, you, I think you've seen one Miz match. You've seen like a lot of them. Yeah, you don't watch I mean, Miz it, for the matches. You watch yeah, exa- exactly. Steven promos and on Raw. Yes, and went into Roman and beat the shit out of him, which was very. Fun. Yeah, so if so, if the Miz is fighting someone you don't really care about, then the match isn't going to be great. Um, so, John, Jason, John in the in the ring. I, I think you know. I think Jason John's great. Actually, wrestling ability. You know, his suplexes are great. Um, and stuff like that, but I just, I just couldn't care about this match. I don't know. I don't know if you felt the same. No, I did. I think I like. I said I really like Jordan, but he just needs building up. He needs. I feel like they've not committed enough to this Kurt Angle's his son thing. But it's also just how can you when it's so crap? And I hope I'm glad Mrs. kept it. I hope he doesn't drop it to Roman and it just fucking falls to the by the wayside again. But hey ho, what can we do? Moving on. The match that I definitely skipped because I'm sick of this and the fact that this feud is continuing again ugh, blows my mind. But at least Finn Balor changed his appearance a little bit. He had a grey jacket and a grey chunks on this time. And he managed to defeat Bray Wyatt with their assistance, Chris. Yeah, I didn't like the grey outfit. I couldn't stop looking at his dick. Was... <laughs> to be honest with you, he was dead, dead off dead off putting because he wasn't particularly loud and proud or anything like that. But it was... It, maybe it's the, the subtleties of the black the black trunks that just allow you for for non homoerotic thoughts. But he, he he I thought it was quite interesting that he went with grey because I've said all along I think he's he's just I find him really bland <laughs> and and to sort of disappear into sort of Manchester United v Southampton territory of just this wall of grey nothingness being there. I, it, it made it summed up my feelings about the whole match. I mean, it was the third longest match of the night for fuck's sake, nearly twelve minutes. Mm. Um, and I would struggle to tell you anything really interesting that happened in the match. Not match. before. No, exactly. When Bray Wyatt being Bray Brock? Wyatt. See, I want Finn to go for Brock. Like he needs his title back. Finn v Brock would be brilliant, I think. But I just feel like because he isn't, you know, because he's about to five seven, it's not. Mm, go but still, him. But they've already gone with him once. Why can't they go with him again? Of course they have. Um, and to find Bray Wyatt doing anything interesting these days is like finding Such a needle a shame, in a haystack. Man. He has just disappeared into absolute Who'd nothing. Who would have thought well. Braun would have been the best, you know, the best one to come out of the wires? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Yeah, and the fact that the fact that Balor won, it, it doesn't make any difference to me. I, I really don't think I'll ever ever give this match a second thought once we finish talking about it tonight. Absolutely, Tom. Are you echoing our thoughts? Yeah. Um, I mean, I just I just hate the feud. I think I said it um, on the SummerSlam podcast, and I'll say it again now. I think of the three matches they had it was probably the best one I don't know um, but I just, what, again I just I just find it impossible I find it impossible to care um, about Bray Wyatt at this point because he comes out every week he, he just talks you know this nonsense um, and then he just loses every single big match um, and you know you can't he can't go around saying he's a god or 
whatever. Eater um, of worlds. Eater of worlds, God, um, you know, all, all these things. Um, and then lose every single big match he's in, especially when he's beat up the guys fighting uh, facing yeah. before the match. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, just, it just makes him look ridiculous. And then for him yeah. to come out and call out Balor Again. Uh, on, on Raw as well, it, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're just doing this to wind us up. It's infuriating like, because like, he came out of the elimination chamber hot as fuck, and everything with Randy since just killed him. And now he's just he's just dull. He's just absolutely dull as dishwater. Yeah, it, it was it was a shame. Sick. It was a shame because obviously that elimination chamber moment that was great, and then the WrestleMania match with Randy was awful, uh, <laughs> um, and. Yeah, it, it's a shame that he was just sort of a transitional champion, um, you know, to give to give Randy the title for, you know, what happened to him at last year's SummerSlam with Lesnar. Mm. Um, so, at this point, you just can't take Wyatt seriously, and I, I don't, I don't really know what they're going to do with him. I mean, Harper and Rowan, Harper, Harper, Harper and Rowan haven't been on TV for a while, so. Well, do they just put them back together? Cause maybe they probably should do, even though they're not, he's not going to do anything as a singles competitor, is he? He looks so good. I miss him so much. He's great. I thought his matches with Orton and I think AJ towards the um, on the run-up to WrestleMania were really going to be his kind of breakout matches and he'd finally get his, his repackage or whatever, but absolutely nothing. Since it's a shame, and I imagine if not all three of them, Wyatt and uh, Rowan will end up back together and end up being the ones who are attacking uh, well they're not even attacking them anymore if, 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 they've, if they've not just buried that storyline as well um, yeah oh, I, I was just about to say that just disappeared into nothingness like a lot of stuff does mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in, what, in, exi- in exciting news I mean Orby's just come on for uh, for, for, for back from injury now so sure yeah I won't, I, won't, <laughs> I, won't, I won't be jumping up anytime soon did you see him getting outpaced by the fitness coach on that video the other day <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well that's good to bless know. his heart I tell you, who certainly is fit. I'll tell you who can go through injury and return from it with fucking blistering speed. Cesaro, as him oh and Sheamus lost to Rollins. Did you see what actually happened? Yes, he didn't I have do. his teeth knocked out. They were knocked up into his jaw. Four it's centimeters up into his gums. Jeez. Fucking terrifying. And he faced on. He carried on. It was five minutes into the match. He wrestled for another ten minutes purposely getting people to like punch him in the face and elbow him in the face so he'd get more bloody so he'd look more fucked up so he'd look even better and it was it, it worked because it was easily the best match of the night Rollins and Ambrose retained against Sheamus and Cesaro but just like with uh, Usos and New Day back at over on Smackdown I could easily see these two fight again like it, these both tag team feuds don't feel like the hot shot in the titles or they're fighting too much it feels like two teams on the top of their game constantly besting each other and getting the um, and getting the upper hand, and it was a great match. The spot with the uh, the power bomb onto one of them, onto uh, I think it was Ambrose onto Rollins. I think it was it was absolutely brilliant, and it was a it was a really fun match, Tom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned that Cesaro injury. Just going back to that, and it it was it was gruesome, wasn't it? Um, and oh, just just the thought of that just it, um, it just makes you cringe a little bit, and like. Oh, every time, every time I think about it, because it would have been his, it would have been his teeth on the metal pole, wasn't it? And yep. Just like horrible. Um, but yeah, I was sure uh, it made a noise as well, and I kept thinking it. Yeah, yeah, because the commentator even went, "Oh, I think he's lost his bloody tooth." Like, and yeah, but they always, they always say that. But then obviously, I think yeah, I didn't I didn't see that he was bloody until I think like uh, Rollins kicked him at one point, and then he just sort of 
collapsed onto the mat and his face was all just covered in blood from from that. But as you say, um, it was a great match. I think that um, I love I love, I love Cesaro and Sheamus as a tag team. I used to I used to absolutely hate Sheamus, and um, you know it's, it's made me actually respect uh, respect I love his work. Bird on his jacket, getting it in there. Yeah. They've um, done what we said before, didn't they? They've had time to develop it and build it up. Yeah, not you know they had the singles match and then they had the tag the tag competition. Exactly, but like like you say, um, one of the, one of the matches of the night, um, you know, lot lot of great spots. Um, I, I thought I thought it was odd. I don't, I don't know if it was just me that thought this, but I thought it was odd, sort of, how many kickouts Dean Ambrose had. Like when it was, was it the Shame is hitting with the, was it White Noise or the Celtic Cross? And then, like you say, Rollins was power bombed onto him, and then he kicked out of that as well. Um, it just seemed that whatever Cesaro and Sheamus did, they couldn't put them two away. Um, but I suppose that you know that just makes them look strong. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Bristol City nearly scored, but I, I think that may, I think that makes them. Um, I think that makes Rollins and Ambrose look strong and. Uh, It'll be interesting to see where they go going forward. I mean, I think they sort of teased at the Shield on Monday. Um, well, it was mm-hmm. weird because the Miz and both Dallas and Curtis Axel like clear to the piss out of Roman for the Shield. Did beat the absolute living crap out of them and then did the Shield pose, but they didn't come out. Roman said as much like, "Oh, they're doing their own thing. I'm going my own path." But you can't have you can't have them just beat up Roman when there's three of them and not get the Shield involved. Exactly, I, th- I think I feel like the Shield versus a Mistrage is going to be it, that. It sort of has to be a match. It like maybe not Survivor Series, but like TLC or whatever the next Raw. It's a main event. Sort of. It's a main event yeah. match. That given the, the reputation that the, that the Shield have got, most definitely. And that's the only exactly. way they're going to get Roman liked. Exactly, and you know, um, especially especially if Roman does win the Intercontinental Title as well, um, and all three of them go into it as title holders. Um, like like they were back in the day when you know Rollins and Reigns had the tag team belts and Ambrose had the uh, US title. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they go. But yeah, it's a great match, and um, it's becoming a theme with these pay per views that the tag matches are sort of um, stealing the show. Absolutely, absolutely. What do you think, Chris? Agree fully. I thought this this was the the highlight of the of the, the night up to that point. Um, I, I do. I was starting to just find tag team wrestling more interesting than than singles wrestling, just purely because there's more to think about. You know, the, the psychology of it and the the way that they can con- they can construct the matches. It just lends itself, I think, to more ingenuity. Um, especially when you've got teams as experienced as we've got against one another who know exactly what they're doing and, and how to do it properly. So yeah, I, I think it's really good, a really interesting um, feud. And, and I know I know that he's injured, obviously now. And we'll see what happens with that. But I was going to ask you, Dan, uh, do you know what's going on with the revival at the minute? Yeah. Is one of them injured again? Um, uh, so we had Dash. Was it Dash? Yeah, Dash broke his jaw. And then they came back and now Dawson's done his tricep. It, it, it's, it's, it's weird, though, if I can just jump in. It's weird, though, because they're jobbing out um, Dash Wilder on main event at the moment. Oh, I guess um, that's really? just keep him. Yeah, he lost, he lost to Heath Slater last week. Um on main event, I, I only saw it when I was like reading through, um, like reports and stuff. To keep but... him on telly, getting paid, and yeah, as long as he's not losing to Hawkins, I suppose. 
It doesn't matter. Yeah, the main event doesn't matter in the slightest, does it? It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it'd just be nice, sort of, to while um, while Dawson's out, it would be nice just to get him sort of some main TV time. Just and even like, I mean, would, it, would it be that bad to give him a win against like Heath Slater or like a Kurt Hawkins on TV or you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I just just I, to get him some momentum going before they come it. back. I get them. Like, no don't want him to be sort of. Sorry, they're going down. I'm saying you don't get any momentum for it, win or lose, really, do you? I mean, speaking oh. of injuries to tag team partners, Jeff Hardy's out. First major injury of his career, done his rotary cuff. That's a good nine months, if not longer. So what Shelton Benjamin had before that delayed his return for ages. Matt Hardy singles running anybody? Well, you don't need Brother Nero to wrestle, do you, to be Brother Nero? Mm. Oh, what was the dank weed or whatever Willow. it was really called? Snitch weed? Willow. Yeah, one of something like that. Something like that. Not his best character. But yeah, um, hopefully something that might break sooner rather than later. The next match was another dud. Um, Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey, Emma, Nia Jax and Sasha Banks. And it's pretty clear what they're doing here. They're just leaving Bliss on the title until tables, lawns and chairs when Asuka will come in and beat the holy living shit out of her. As we talked on our Summer's Hand podcast, we talked a lot about um, Asuka. She didn't stay in NXT. She got called up after forfeiting her title. Um... And that's, I think, that's a fair, fair way to do it. Bliss, she's going to come in and smash the shit out of Bliss, I would have thought. And then we get a, a dominant women, women's champion and all these pretenders can challenge. I thought the bump that Nia took was pretty nasty and I thought Nia Jax has improved quite a lot, actually. She looked pretty good all right in this game, in this match. But the fact that they can't just have separate women feuds, they have to clump them all together constantly, it's just doing my nothing because like Emma deserves better and what the fuck why have they changed her music to that abhorrent mess I will never know but it's just just all much just a clusterfuck we don't need them all together separate them for god's sake do the Sasha heel turn already Chris yeah I, I thought this was one of the, the highlights to be honest with you I really enjoyed it only because I've, I've turned into a humongous Nia Jax fan I think she's absolutely brilliant in the same way that, that I enjoy Braun, Strom, uh, Braun Strowman I just I love that physically dominant a character who can just do anything they want to anyone. Yeah, you know they get involved in bits and pieces here and there where they get bumps themselves, but that goes with the territory. Um, but I, I really enjoyed this, and I, you know, they ask to set in stone. It's, it's as clear as day. Um, but I thought the author performed well. Uh, Banks neither in nor there as far as things go. I mean, Emma the same, but uh, Bliss and, and Nia Jack, I think they've got really good chemistry. I really enjoy seeing those two uh, do stuff together. And Bailey. I I thought Bailey stepped it up a little bit as well compared to what she's done the last few at times, obviously before she got injured. Um, so I thought Naya came out of it looking the best. I think her against Asuka, once Asuka's had a, had a few matches to, you know, to establish a dominance on the main roster is uh, is something to look forward to most definitely. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, like uh, like Chris said, it was um, along with the previous match, this, this was one of the, uh, the better matches of the night and it sort of went a bit downhill after this. But... Um, I was, I was, I thought it was interesting that they let Emma actually do some stuff in this match. I thought she was basically just going to be cannon fodder in this match, mm. and that she'd eat the pin. But it was refreshing to see that they actually let her get like some uh, some moves in because uh, I think she's she's actually like a really good wrestler when they let her, oh, you know, do do a thing. Um, and it's a shame that you know, for whatever reason, she doesn't get as much TV time as the others. As as you mentioned, it is a shame that they don't have individual feuds because obviously Charlotte and Sasha Banks, oh, Bedin just, uh, 
they just missed. Um, obviously, Charlotte and Sasha Banks last year, um, although it went on for ages, it, it was a great feud, I thought. Um, so it'd be interesting to see another feud of that magnitude in the women's division. But no, the, the, the match itself was great. Um, I think it's sort of a shame what's happened to Bailey in terms of like crowd reaction. Mm. And I thought it was strange to bring her back from injury to have her take the pin in this match as well. Um, I don't know. Uh, and maybe they're, maybe they're just like trying to make her like the sympathetic um, underdog baby face, but it seems like from the crowd reaction that people are, it's wearing quite thin on a, a lot of people, the whole Bailey thing. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I think it's a shame. We've talked about it a lot of time that they just completely fucked her booking up embarrassingly so and it's going to take a while to win that back and who knows I think a feud with her and Sasha again could do it though and God knows if we'll ever see it we can but hope next match was Roman Reigns versus John Cena Reigns won which he should have done that was fine Cena lifting his arm up was very wanky um, table spots were, I mean Reigns kicked out of about four F5 F, FUs whatever the AAs these days that's what it's called these days isn't it and then but he got Cena with one spear I mean, I think this was for all the build-up, for all the brilliant build-up. Chris, this is a bit of a another damp squib, really. Yeah, longest match of the night, twenty-two minutes. Um, just, it's just everything that you ever, you ever criticised both wrestlers for. I thought it was just two lumps, and I thought it always annoys me. Roman Reigns, he looks tired after a couple of minutes. He does that stupid thing in the corner where he he sort of short clotheslines him while they're stuck in the corner. It looks like it just knackers him out completely. So there's always things that both both wrestlers do that I, I don't enjoy, um, and this was just a 20 minute version of that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched it. We watched it with the misses again, as usual. And we, we were saying, you know, how's how's it going to end? And I, I said to said, there's no doubt in my mind that if John Cena loses, he's going away to be on telly or whatever, and they'll end, they'll end, as, they'll end as best mates because it. You know, it's same with the uh, Jason Jordan one earlier. It's same Every with time Jason Jordan's match on, ever, isn't it? talk shit all the yeah. way into it, have the match, earn so, your big dollars, and fucking best mates. Absolutely, but then they get you know Jordan gets talked up by the commentators, all young book. You know what stood all this jazz, and this is exactly this is just a, a, a physical version of that sort of talking up, trying to get him over, forcing it down your necks. Roman, nobody gives a shit about Roman Reigns v John Cena. People talk about being a WrestleMania moment match, well, maybe in name only. I don't think. Together, they're, they're compatible enough. And I think both of them need a, a nippier opponent to really bring the best out of them. Um, so for me, this wasn't really going to be anything other than an event that they're trying to do to, to make people watch. And ultimately, on the, when they have these sort of events as well, they're not that. They're never. There was a disappointment in my eyes anyway. So I, I wasn't surprised to see this end up in much the same way. Disappointing. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, uh, I, I echo Chris's sentiments. Really, I mean. It was it, it it was just quite a sluggish um, quite a sluggish pair. Obviously, there was there was the announce table um, spot, which was quite nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know how every Roman Reigns match is going to go at this point. He'll get hit by however many finishes four, I think it was in this. Well, it, I mean, right. So he took a normal AA, he took an AA off the top rope, then. He took an AA immediately followed by another AA, and he kicked out of them all. So, and then it's one spear, and he's won. So, I mean, they're just. I, I'm not. I don't really hate Roman Reigns as much as like some fans do. Um, 
I think that if he's paired with the right person, like AJ Styles last year, they put on they put on a great match. Um, they both can, though, can't they, Tom? That's the frustrating yeah. thing. They, they both can individually, but I don't know if it's just because it's the first match and it seems to be like a one and done kind of kind of affair with that finish that they won't get the chance to explore any sort of compatibility they might have. Yeah, um, from from the from this show, and I don't I don't think that they had much chemistry together in the ring. Um, and as I say, like the Roman Reigns matches are just they're just predictable now. Like I say, he'll kick out of however many finishes and just take you with one spear and it's game over. And I think it's fairly obvious that they're just building him up to beat Brock at yeah. WrestleMania at this point. Hundred yeah. percent, and it's a bit pretty depressing. I wish they just make him heal properly. But what can you do? Speaking of making people heels, though, Enzo and Not this much. Neville. Now the match. Dull, not even Neville can get the best out of Enzo. But story-wise, I actually really like what they're doing. And we'll talk about Raw, the main event of Raw, shall we bloody say. So Enzo, we all know about his back, um, his kind of backstage antics, how he's pretty much hated by everyone and alienated. And they've linked this really well into the story with Neville. So Enzo has obviously been dumped, as people have said, onto 205 Live, which it doesn't half make the 205 division look shit. Um, and he's only been able to cheat to win kind of Eddie Guerrero in him a little bit. He um, cheated to win the qualifying match, and he cheated to win the Cruiserweight title. He kicked Neville's... Well, he messed with his title, messed with him, distracted him, distracted the ref, then kicked him square in the bollocks, pinned him for the one, two, three, and won his first ever championship. And I won a championship before Big Cass, which I do think is also pretty funny. Um, then afterwards on Raw, he held the main event of Raw, which, I mean, when I saw this, it was like two or five live doesn't film on Monday. What the fuck? What's going on here? And it was the main event. So, um, Enzo's out. He's um, bigging himself up and skipped the promo. It's far too long. And then all the Cruiserweight division comes out and he starts scathing them, starts roasting all of them. Like, he calls Grandmaster Leak fat. He's a million times a wrestler he'll ever be. Calls Jack Gallagher, calls Noam Dar. Well, he's about to call Noam Dar. When Neville enters the fray, he comes forward looking dishevelled like a mad king. Um, he talks a lot of shit to Enzo, and Enzo, to be fair, his, what he says about um, you know the two the two or five live hasn't been the main event of Raw until I'm here, and he's spot on. He's the one who's got eyes on it a bit more lately. But he says, well, he's got himself a clause from Kurt Angle saying, if you if anyone of the cruiserweight division touches me, they do not get a title shot. And Neville takes one for the team and kicks him right in the stomach and does an amazing red arrow on him and to beat the share of him. And while the match may have been shit, Chris, I thought this whole story is really good. They've turned Neville a face, kind of. And as you were saying earlier, Tom, with um, Braun, they've turned him face, but they haven't made him a face. He's like still his own character, but they've built that character up and people started to like it because who'd have thought? Um, so he's a face now. I, I think... And I hope they've written him off 205 Live with this. Like, he can't challenge for the title. So I hope that like, they've written him off 205 Live. Enzo's big enough name to kind of carry it for a bit. And then we can hopefully have Neville in the main roster again. Fighting, mate, I want Brock Lesnar v Neville so badly. Because I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. And we get all afterwards, once the camera's finished rolling, Braun comes out, beats the shit out of Enzo. And then all the Cruiserweight come in and beat the shit out of Enzo again. Uh, they kick him, they punch him, they beat him down. Tony Nese does his knee. Uh, Jack Gallagher headbutts him. And Mustafa Ali, despite Drew Gulak's uh, um, hesitance at first, does his inverted 450 on him. And it was really, really good, Chris. And I quite liked how they've done this in the end, despite how annoyed I was when I saw that Enzo had won initially. 
Hmm. I haven't seen the end of Raw yet, so thanks for that. That's no, uh, I look forward to watching that later. But yeah, uh, anything that makes pissed off angry Neville more pissed off and more angry, I'm happy to watch because I, I, I think he's been uh, one of the the, mo- the best, most consistent performers in the last six months. The match itself, yeah, I thought it was it was it was pretty poor to be honest with you. There's only so much you can do to drag someone like Enzo up. Um, he's deeply, deeply irritating, man. Um, fingers crossed they can continue this and then I look forward to watching them in the Raw tomorrow probably um, and seeing where they go from here but it's it's hard to, to care about Enzo but I I think this, it's a clever thing that positioned him into this into where he is now where again it, it is breaking the fourth wall almost because we've all read the stories about what he's done and how he's, how he's considered by the most of the lads so yeah see where it goes um, I'll just use it as a, as a another sort of position another chapter in the, in the story they're trying to tell um, but Neville's, Neville's still the king. I don't yeah, think you brilliant. can take him off. You can take him off like that. But I do think like it's great. It's such good because it's like Neville has taught, done nothing but like talk down to his like division, saying, "Oh, you're none of you as good as me, or whatever." But at the end, he kind of comes to defend it. Like he forsakes his kind of opportunities for the honor of his division. Like even though he hates them all, it's still his division. I really, I think it's mm. such a such a clever story I don't know I really don't know if they've looked into it and we're looking far more deeper into it than we should but it's really good really clever I really enjoy it and in the process they have kind of I, they have to have turned Enzo heel here properly Tom uh, yeah I mean like I say he's, he's been winning heelish uh, the last the last few weeks and the, the match I mean it shouldn't have annoyed me as much as it did um, just because Enzo is such a bad wrestler. Like, I mean, he's just. I mean, I think he did a DD. Was it a DDT off the top rope? He did, which was all right. Um, but I, I think that was the only sort of spot he did in particular in that match that was any good um, in in ring wise. Uh, he, he's not great. I, th- I think obviously they've given him the title because, you know, he, he does have the mic skills and he, he does sell the merch and, you know, people like him and stuff. So I suppose it'll get 205 Live um, more viewers. But as you say, Neville, uh, as, he's been completely, he's, he's been fantastic since he turned heel. Um, he's, you know, he's, rivet, he's riveting to watch. And I, I don't know if it's going to be like a full face turn, although uh, I, didn't, I didn't think about that until you said that there. Uh, just because I do think he's so good as the, the bad guy, uh, but if if they do that and put him back on the main roster, then great because he des- he deserves to be on the main roster. I mean, he's he's one in my opinion, he's one of the best in ring performers mm. that WWE have at the moment. Absolutely, I completely agree, and he's great. And I hope, but I also want to be adverse to seeing him kind of lead a whole cruiserweight crusade against Enzo at the same time, but. Either way, I'll be kind of watching two or five live. I used to watch it at the beginning; it was really good. Fell off it a bit, and I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they do now because Jack Gallagher turned heel recently as well. So there's some interesting things going on. I'll look forward to it. The main event now. We've said a lot about damp squibs during this, and I've never been let down so much. We're Boltner also two 0 down now. So ah, well, um, speaking of being, let and down. they've 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 just celebrated by giving someone a choke slam for the Bristol City. Uh, the Bristol City fair players. Play. Fair, fair, yeah, play. fair play. I'm sure it was better than anything that. that Brock and Braun did. <laughs> Uh, what happened, Chris? Because this should have been amazing. They've had they've had physical encounters and they've been amazing. Mm-hmm. But I thought this it was just far too slow and plodding. This, despite it yeah, being, it, I'd guessed Brock's longest match for a while. It was just yeah, too, I it probably was just too slow. It, it went nine minutes exactly. Um, I expected something akin to the Goldberg Lesnar blow off when it was just basically two sort of pieces of ham 
like yeah. punching each other. Um, and I, it turned into too much of a wrestling match for me. Yeah. I, I didn't want to see that. I wanted to see them throwing things at each other and, and breaking things and, and wrecking stuff. You, you know, to, I, you I, I don't want that explosive I, nature, like Joe and Lesnar. Yeah. Joe came straight the block, went for a table and stuff. It was just too um, bit dull, too kind of not just powerful enough and body slam, not enough of a King Kong v Godzilla type thing. No, exactly, and, and that's exactly what the term I used to talk to my mate about it today at work. It was just too much of a wrestling match, and I don't want I don't watch those two to watch wrestling matches. I want to watch him to see to see shit get to uh, get broken and get smashed up. But you know, it, again, I, I get the feeling that that's a sort of one and done now. Yeah. There's not really much else that that they can do because um, it it's finished. It's absolutely finished. There's no way now that that they can have have another match. I don't think, and I don't think they're going to either. So where each other goes from here, I, I don't know. Um, I'm quite happy to see Strowman come out and, and deck Enzo twice a week, if that's what it comes to. But ultimately, we're going to need more than that. And to be fair, he also need... he came out and destroyed Kurt Hawkins, which was funny. He put, mm. him, he put him through a table and put him through the fucking board at the lighting where the entrance ramp. And then he had a really good match with Dean Ambrose, actually. A really good match and beat Ambrose. He's facing Rollins next week. So he is a good wrestler, bro. And I'm... That's yeah, yeah. Fine. but he deserves he deserves to remain in that spot. That's the point I'm trying to make. Absolutely. So as long as long as they do as they do sort of position him in that way, and I don't know who that who that person could be because he's already had reigns. Cena's not going to be around. I don't think I'd, it, it it'd pitch up well against the likes of of Rollins, etc. And, and Big Show's not there either. So I'm curious to see where they go yeah, from here. Certainly be intriguing. I like the idea it, like Neville and Braun have like kind of touched past and nodded at each other a couple of times. Neville and mm-hmm. Braun tag team would be fucking amazing. They can't. They can't put him up against Wyatt. That wouldn't work. No. So you know they can't put him up against. You know Balor's an option because he's 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 obviously well thought of. But yeah, it's a short short list. I think on who it might be. Even though it only took one F five to put Braun down, I still don't think it hurt very, him that much. Very piss poor one as well. Yeah, it was because he's a big lad, hard Braun. To be fair, but oh I know. I didn't yeah. think it hurt him too much, Tom. Um, I was I wasn't a fan of one F five putting him away. To be honest, um. I, I, I mean, just obviously, through obviously, the John Cena one, Tom. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, fair enough. You know, you want to you want to protect um, Brock Lesnar, um, and you don't want people kicking out of his finisher. But at the end of the day, they they could they could they could have, they could have given him one. Like they could have given him one kick out. I mean, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter that much. But um, I just thought that. You know, it it wouldn't have it wouldn't have done any harm for him to just kick out of one f five and then like earlier on in the match and then just carry on and then you know get put away there. Um, yeah, as as you've said, I think we was hoping this match would be like a spectacle. Um, as you say, Lesnar versus uh, Goldberg at WrestleMania, which I was a fan of because it was it was just two big guys just like beating the shit out of each other really, and that's what I wanted this to be, but. Um, you know, in, instead, you know, trying to put each other in like submission holds and stuff, and actually, as Chris said, just too much wrestling um, from actual wrestling for my liking. Whereas, what made their encounter, although it was a four way, their encounter at SummerSlam so great was when, you know, when Strowman went absolutely crazy on Lesnar and just like mm-hmm. put him through the announced table, put the announced table on top of him, put him through the barricade. And I just think the match was, you know, it was just lacking a bit of that. Yeah. and as you say, don't don't really know where Braun goes from here now because um... I think he'd be okay. Like, even if he's fingers Braun, he's okay if he's just smashing the shit out of people, even if it's nobody's, and it's still fun because he's so much fun to watch. But 
lads. Yeah, de- def- oh, definitely. Finish, I mean, finish us off, Tom. Yeah, de- definitely. I mean, um, obviously, the Lesnar's keeping the title to WrestleMania. That's pretty apparent. So, I mean, uh, to, to, for, for Strowman to get a title shot and, you know, do a decent job after... Imagine saying that like this time last year, no one would have, no one would believe that. So I mean, he, he's he's progressed brilliantly, and um, I hope he can keep. I hope he can keep going. Absolutely. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Love Podomania, No Mercy. My name's been Dan Murphy. Been joined by Tommy Chris. You can follow us on Twitter at Tommy at Tom Malloy because you can't get Chris on Twitter. Of course, we are a Bolton blog, so you can follow us on Line of Vienna Steve. And of course, go to lineofvienna.com for all your Bolton Wanderers needs. I'm sure we'll be doing lots of articles that don't go down well in the club in the next coming weeks. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Thank you very much for listening. And it's goodbye. Well, it's goodbye for everyone, lads. It's time to say goodbye. I've done my lines wrong because I'm in the rush to get to the pub, lads. The pub is going to be on. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Tom. And it's goodbye from me, Seth, that V. 